This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. I hope everyone's doing super fantastic for today because you know what? We all need a little bit of positivity going on right right now. My guest this week is the one and only Adam Hayes, and I am I am so happy to have him back on the uh, on the show. I do have to apologize for what Adam. My computer crashed, and I didn't communicate it well, and. This show took much uh, much longer turning turn turnaround than uh, it it sh- should have been, and I just wanna want wanna say sorry about that. But I had to recover the file, had to piece it to put put together by the timestamps in 10 second increments, and I got it all, guys. I got it all 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 back together, and it was an interesting procedure, and I think. I think I'm. Uh, I got an episode, another episode that in in the autosave logs that uh, I think I'm going to try to try to put back together. It'll be a long lost Gilmy episode, but and the reason Adam came on the show was to talk about his new upcoming podcast called Swar Wars and listen to the show, find out about it because it's a it's I think it's a fantastic con concept that he has and I. I wish him all, all all the best, and I am hoping this year, this show takes off because he's honestly one of my favorite podcasters to listen to, and how he doesn't have listeners in in the thousands boggles boggles my my mind. Remember to go check out batsinthebelfryart.com for any commissions, any nerdy needs. Uh, I believe she's still taking commissions for a few more days for for towards Christmas, and I think. That, if you're still thinking thinking about uh, that hard to find gift for for somebody, go check that out. If you are in London, Ontario, go check out Doing Fine uh, Kitchens, one of my f- absolute favorite restaurants to to go to right here uh, right here now. Go check out their their Instagram gram app gram page for all the their food looks phenomenal on that page. It really does. And just go go check them out. And if you need any graphic design work done in any way, shape, or form, go check out Rob Day Five Nine Graphic Wood Design. He's a he's a, a friend of, of the show, and absolutely love his love love his work. And he did all the graphic stuff for for Ethan's Ethan's fight. So if you want to go back and check out his stuff, and that was almost coming up on like a year and a half ago now, and he's only been getting better and better since. But Oh, and before I hit that, I am doing a Christmas show December 20th. It will be dropping. I hope you guys are excited about that as I am. I have so many clips from previous guests, upcoming guests, and just friends. And also, uh, just I think it's going to be a fantastic show. And I can't wait to, to put it up because I'm excited to actually hear the... Uh, to listen to the entire thing from beginning to end again because I've been working on it for a little while and I think it's going to be absolutely it's 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 going to be great full of positivity and good stuff and I actually interview my uh, my uh, wife on it for the for for the first time if you you're interested in, in hearing it hear, hearing that 
But anyway, guys, here's me and Adam chatting. Hope you enjoy it. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and on the line via Skype, because I'm 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 apparently too dumb to to figure out Zoom. Um, <laughs> I have the one and only Adam Hayes back on the show. And the reason I got Adam back on the show is because he is relaunching his podcast because his life, like everybody else in the past few months, have been a little hectic, a little crazy. That's what I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm assuming right now. But Swa Wars is coming out. Go check it out on Podbean, Anchor. Where can they uh, find it, man? It's gonna be on Anchor. We're we're switching we're switching brands more or less because I don't feel like paying fifteen or sixteen dollars a month. Yes, but there were. <laughs> hey man, I I stick with Podbean because I'm too lazy to change. That's about it. Um, and I got I got a couple a uh, couple sponsors to cover that that fifteen fifteen sixteen bucks a well, a month now. Once a again, for sponsor man. <laughs> the show's supposed to be about me and my show, and look at you, you're like, oh, with me and my fancy sponsorship. Oh, yeah. By the way, now it's time for you to plug your sponsors. All right, uh, go check out Doing Fine Kitchens on Dundas and Adelaide in London, guys. They are probably my, they are truly and honestly my favorite place to eat in this uh, the city. Go check out Bats in the Belfry art, art, uh, and before those wonderful Christmas uh, gifts coming up, and new sponsor coming to to the show, Rob D59 graphic designer. He helped me out with uh, all my stuff for Ethan's fights, guys. I'm gonna have a be- much better commercial because right now I don't have any notes and I'm just off the top of my head right here now. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. But and if you do wanna wanna sponsor Adam, should I be calling you uh, Adam Hayes, Adam Barna? Adam, Adam uh, Smith, you know, what are we going? You think you're the first person actually in Ontario to actually call me by my real last name, so okay. um, I'll let that one slide for now. Uh, no, no, you can call me whatever you want, just don't call me late for dinner. Um, I just, I'm one of those people where like, I've been Adam Hayes for so long on Facebook, everyone's just like, why Adam Hayes? Especially when it comes to like family members, they're like, why Hayes? That's not your last name, you fraud, we know who you are. Um... <laughs> Then I had to explain, I'm like, no, no, it's for wrestling purposes, so that way people want to get a hold of me, it's easier for them, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, why not just use an email? I'm like, well, off, all right? It's for me to be able to, like, contact people and, like, so they can, you know, a little know, know a little bit more about my life and whatever. But, you know, I decided, I'm like, screw it, I'll just, you know, do the actual last name, appease people, you know, since I've had Facebook for... God, like, 10 years or so or something like that now. But anyway, so, yeah, you can just... Call me Adam Hayes. I mean, probably a little bit easier. That's how I'm going to be calling myself when it comes to the actual podcast. So, oh yeah, just like uh, my name's my name's Justin, but the only one to actually call me Justin are is my lovely wife and uh, my mom. My siblings don't even do not even 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 call me uh, Justin. I'm Gilmy, so kind of uh, kind of stuck now. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. Just because that's what I've always been called. I don't know why. Eh, probably. Uh, the story behind my pseudonym, uh, my dad was a, and still is, is a huge Lord of the Lord of the Rings fan. And from Gimli, 
I just took Gyomi as a D&D character when I was really, really young. I'm talking like seven. I thought it was funny. And it just kind of stuck. <laughs> and that's how it was. See, I've always, actually, I've always actually wanted to get into D&D just because like, I am like a theater kind of nerd and all that type of stuff. So like the idea of like constantly being in a character and doing different stuff but also like playing a game that's kind of like in depth sounds kind of fun to me but it's just more or less I never really knew anybody that was into that when I was a kid it was more or less like you were in drama and you did Broadway and you did plays and like you don't and then you're like oh okay let's play some games and someone hands you like a PlayStation controller they don't hand you you know dice on the board so I don't know maybe one day I'd like to get into it after especially seeing like uh, Xavier Woods do his uh, rollout thing on YouTube when he did his D&D thing that actually kind of really got me, you know, really interested in wanting to play it. But again, be that as it may, so. And I must say, D&D is really fun. You need a good good group of uh, guys, guys, though. I have not played D&D since I moved to London. I I did it when I throughout my teenage years because playing D&D in high school seemed like a great idea at the, at the time. Really impresses ladies by the so, what are you doing Friday? Hanging out in my friend's basement, playing with miniature toys? Oh, okay. I'm never talking to you, UA, UA again, so that's good. Well, they're lost, <laughs> obviously. I mean, look, look at you now, like, clearly, right? Oh, yeah. I'm hanging outside doing a, whoa, whoa, doing a uh, podcast, so. Exactly, with the one and only animes. Well, uh, exactly. We are... like such a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to hear your your voice again because I haven't heard it in months because um yeah pandemic shit and uh I truly miss listening to your uh, show because I am I I'm a fan and I love listening to uh you guys talk about movies and that I will never see because I don't go out um (laughs) no I, I I really miss being able to do it as well um it's one of the reasons I, I pretty much stopped because I believe I stopped it was near the end of May and I was like gearing up for uh, like a Russell trivia tournament that I was doing and I was like booking like you know shows in advance and trying to get as much footage and I was getting stuff done and I just kind of realized and I kind of stepped back and at this time like obviously the pandemic was still going on so I'm like okay I should keep myself busy but also like you know do something for myself to keep myself occupied that isn't just family related that isn't just work related which I think a lot of people's why they're kind of doing podcasts now more than ever because of the pandemic is to kind of A. get out their creative outlet but also B. be able just to kind of do something that's a little bit different and not the norm and almost have a reason to be able to socialize with other people so I but the reason I originally stopped though the podcast is there was a lot of stuff that was happening uh, in my life personally that I did not mention um, that was going on so long story short I had to again this was at the end of May so I was also still in summer school at the time because I'm still going for my child and youth worker degree at Trent University Trent University? Wow I can talk today <laughs> uh, Trent University <laughs> clearly and um, my wife and I we were living with family and my uncle, who um, was my landlord at the time, he um, came down with like I believe it was stage four lung cancer. If I'm getting that incorrect, I'm sorry. And he um, just kind of passed away within like a week and a half, and we were just like dumbfounded and shocked. So we had to move and be able to kind of figure out our living situation from there. So it was 
us playing hot potato, trying to find somewhere in the city for my wife and my son while also still being in school and also working in long-term care during a pandemic. So I had to put the show on hold for, you know, obvious reasons, because at that point I was running like three episodes a week. Like I was trying to branch out and do different things with, you know, the Kings of Culture. I had my wife doing her podcast with Eat, Sleep, Pray, uh, Parent, Repeat. That's just, a motorcycle I, in the background. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, like, I had a lot of different irons in the fire when it came to what I wanted to do for the podcast. And it just, it was one of those things that wasn't going to be feasible at the time. So once we found a new place, um, luckily in time to, for us to be able to, you know, move out and everything, um, I kind of just time, took that time during the summer just to kind of relax, take a load off worry about the house, worry about saving, try to earn as much money as we possibly can, because obviously our rent had influxed and changed a little bit, so, and again, working in long-term care during a pandemic doesn't make anything easy for anybody, so, um, the reason I wanted to come back, though, is just, I, I really just, I honestly just, again, miss those connections, I miss being able just to kind of talk with people, do the different things, and I really miss the discussions more than anything, and that's what I really wanted the rebrand of this show to be like I changed the name from originally it was Schwassau Wrestling Podcast which was all about wrestling and all about indie wrestling and just doing the one-on-one interviews with everybody and I've noticed so many people are doing that now when it came to just the podcast and that and I knew I had a different take on it because I was going a little bit more in-depth through that through an entire career but I wanted to still be a little bit different so with Schwassau Podcast I wanted to branch out like I said before like talking about parenting, talking about movies, talking about just, like, everything. So that way, if anyone had a similar, somewhat interest, they can kind of come to that specific podcast and be able to find something that they like, not just one specific topic or one specific brand, which a lot of people is, like, with podcasts, it's, like, stick to one genre, stick to one topic, that's it. Yeah. And I, I like that idea, but I almost kind of saw my podcast as almost like a network of its own where it's, like, you can enjoy certain like almost like a local cable access where like there were certain little shows on this small little you know network but realizing like my favorite part about doing all that type of stuff was just like the, the actual debates the discussions like the the arguing with random people or stuff like that so what i want is to be able to bring not really controversy but just really good debates and just have people be able to give their opinion and their point of view and be able to be able to actually challenge them but not you know go so far as to like make it you know harsh or whatever so i don't know i i really just want this podcast to be just not just entertaining for the sake of like oh these people would just disagree about whatever but because we're going to cover various topics when it comes to movies wrestling uh parenting and stuff like that it's just I want to be able to encompass so many more things, which is why, I don't know uh, when this episode is going to air, but as of today, on November 26th, um, we just actually, on our Facebook page, facebook.com, by the way, slash schwa style, sorry, schwa wars, you got to get out of the, the style <laughs> right there. I'm so used to saying schwa style for so long now. Facebook.com slash schwa wars, S-H-W-A, wars. Um, if you go there, you'll notice the post that I put there. And um, we're asking fans to kind of submit their questions right now. Um, 
and their topics and things so that way we're going to get like a panel of people together so we can be able to discuss it and our, a lot of our open forum questions that we did previously when it came to either wrestling or just other topics we got really good reviews on and they opened kind of the idea for a lot more open discussion so that's what i want the first episode to be i want the first episode to kind of dabble into so many different little topics because then i can see what really sticks with everybody and then from there we can kind of plan episodes around those things that worked out or what the actual audience is wanting to know the most about so i'm excited to say that's going to be episode one whatever that's going to air obviously we're going to get questions first but again be that as it may that's kind of the the longer short of everything that's kind of been going on in my life and Yep, that lovely dumbass motorcycle. It's late November. Put your fucking bike away, buddy. <sighs> Mike, it's wet outside. It's not bike weather right in right here now. But I'm just happy that a my friend is doing is back and he's doing well and just because. I don't like to uh, intrude in people's lives a lot. I like being on the... I don't like to do the... do the. Uh, you, well, you know when you just get a random message from somebody? Like, hey, how's it, there? How's it going? I never want to be that guy because I never know what I'm going to say next. <laughs> just uh, because I truthfully wanted to check up on you and say hey how are you how are you doing my my apologies for not for not checking in because i know dude, just don't dude don't worry about it i mean i know everyone, especially right now with this pandemic everyone's got their own lives everyone's got their own problems everyone at the end of the day has to worry about themselves right and they gotta yeah. worry about their core people and their family you gotta worry about your wife your kids i gotta worry about my wife and my kid and yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, we do this for fun. The podcast, talk about wrestling. We talk about just bullshit in between. But at the end of the day, we got to know what pays our bills. That's our, our shoot jobs. And we got to know what we what comes most important in our lives. And that's our family yeah. and our friends, right? So oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I, I really I really do. But trust me, I'm, I'm in a good place right now. Um, it, it helps that I have such an amazing wife to be able to pull that off as well. Um and I'm just, again, just really looking forward to everything that's going to be happening uh, with the podcast coming up in the future, probably airing sometime in December, because I know I would like to be able to get the um, the Schwa Wars Wrestling Awards down for another year, um, <laughs> since we had altered the name a little bit, where we give our best and worst of the year, which is always a very fun topic for <laughs> myself, Jordan Lloyd, AJ Brown, and of course, Thumb Therapy Gaming's in Ontario's own, uh, Josh Vandergrys. Oh yeah, and because those shows are just funny, fun, they're funny to, to listen to, because there's always one guy who's really pissed off. <laughs> oh, that's usually Josh, especially if you mention Baron Corbin. The oh yeah. The moment you talk about him or something, or... <laughs> You know, Jinder Mahal or something like that. Any any guy that he doesn't like, it, he just that boy can rant. Oh, he can. Boy, seriously, rant. <laughs> and if I piss Jordan off enough, then it's good. Like AJ is kind of like the the calmer one out of all uh, out of the three of them. But if you if you you know twist the knife a little bit, like especially if you're uh, 
if you're making fun of Superman or something like that, <laughs> or if you're calling him out on something, then he'll he'll fight back pretty hard at you. So, oh yeah, and just, of course they, the three of them like to gang up on me because apparently, you know, even out of my friends, I'm still the heel, right? Oh, makes total fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also you're you're also the uh, host, so and. The host gets the most flack because I have I've done a couple of three or four person person pod podcasts before, and it just basically turns up into everybody making fun of the host every single yeah, time. Yeah, I would like to say it's usually just making fun of the host, but that's usually just in general. <laughs> I should probably look into new friends, but no, I I've known those boys for a very very long time, so I wouldn't have it any other way. And yeah, they could be dicks sometimes, but you know what, friends. You know what friends can't so. Like I'll give you a little little more, more example of uh, my coworkers today. Uh, we were uh, today was my day off, and they find it hysterical to video message me at weird times from work because I just like I'm the busiest guy guy in the shop. They all kind of just they're a little older older than I am, and they think it's hysterical that I do a podcast and that people actually listen to it because they don't really understand what podcasts are. So I get a video message on Facebook. Well, of course not. They're still using their 8-tracks to be able to listen to their music, so it's all good. Actually, one of them is le- well, legit. He, he has an, <laughs> yeah, he has, he has an 8-track player in his truck. Um, <laughs> but that thing is his baby and he takes care of it. So they video messaged me and, hey, tomorrow, can you start at 7? No, I don't want to want to wake up at 5.30 in the uh, morning. Okay, but pretty please, look, you're making Mikey sad. And he just like, he, just the big old, the, the big old puppy dog eyes and just like, all right, I'll start at 7. Uh, I guess I, I, I guess I'll get in and, and early, early day in, but... Once again, I only get like four to five hours of sleep a night. And I'm one of those weird guys. I can, if I get five hours, I'm good. Like, I'm not, I can't sleep before eight hours ever. But you have a one-year-old, so you're probably getting two hours of sleep and then waking up and two more hours of sleep. Actually, you're very incorrect about that. Um, My son, I would like to proudly promote, is the best sleeper in the history of any child. Um... He will go down to sleep, and usually, like, it varies a little bit sometimes, but for the most part, it's he goes down around anywhere between 6.30 and 7 every night, passes out, and we don't get him from the crib until 8.30. 8.30. Like, there's the occasional a.m. I hate you so much. <laughs> so, like, he... Like most nights, he'll sleep all the way through, and he'll sleep like 12, 13 hours straight. Yeah. We had like some when he first started doing that. I wanted to make sure, like, I, I almost felt like I had to get a stick and poke him, make sure yeah. he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, honest to God, like, there's sometimes he'll he'll wake up in the middle of the night, and he won't even cry. He'll just be like, just sitting there, chilling, looking around, and then he'll put himself back to sleep in like 20, 30, 45 minutes sometimes. But you know, he's fine. He's not hurt. He's not in danger. He's warm. He's comfortable. He has his, his pacifier. His, you know, he's okay. And then he puts himself back to sleep. And then he, when we get him at 830, he's refreshed, wide awake, and he's ready to go for the day. And he only has the one nap during the day, and he sleeps 
during like I don't know hour and a half to two and a half hours for that too like the boy loves his sleep yeah and he's just and he's good so like I'm very very happy that my son is the best sleeper of all time my wife is very thankful because she doesn't have to get up at seven o'clock or six a.m. anymore um which of course means if we ever do have a second child it's going to be 100% the opposite and that kid's probably going to be up 1600 times throughout the night and I'm going to start having gray hairs and my beautiful beard so oh yeah oh and speaking of that because of the masks I'm getting ID'd again well yeah you should I mean, yeah. look at that face you look like you're 19 I, tur- I just turned 40 man <laughs> I know but you have like those natural like young looks I used to have that for the longest time, and then I decided to put on what I'm going to call COVID weight because I can, and now I feel like I'm like, I feel like I look 55. So it's all wonderful. Uh, no, it's, and my wife, my wife was standing there with me when I got I I ID'd, and she found it to be the funniest thing, because the person did the math wrong, and thought I was not 40 years old, 50 because I'm born in 1980. The person thought I was 50 years old, and my wife, I have not seen her laugh that hard in a long time. <laughs> younger than me as well, so like I keep thinking that you're my age or like you're a year or two younger than I am. I don't know why, and I'm 34, so... It's, uh, I don't have gray hair. I don't. It's... No, I don't have gray hair either. Oh, I have three here. That's it. Like, I, have, I, I like how you say here so the people on the podcast can yeah. totally see what the hell you're talking about right now. All right. I love when people do that. They're like, oh yeah, if you check out this thing behind me. Oh yeah. It's uh, on my little chin here, and that's why I stay stay clean, clean shaven. I well, I love how I'm getting podcasting advice on my own show. This is great. <laughs> well, you know, it's what I'm here for. I'm here to bring in the ratings that aren't going to happen, and I'm also going to tell you what to do even though you've been doing this much longer and more consecutively than I have so um, <laughs> makes total oh makes yeah total sense. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the business I've been in the business for like 10 I've been in the business for like 15 years so respect your elders <laughs> oh yeah you've been in the business a lot a lot longer than uh, me oh saw that uh, that that baby photo you posted of you and uh, well, uh, well Amato which you guys look like freak- oh Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was what year was that? That was 2007. Oh wow. With me and my black spiky hair. Yep. Uh, that, and that was the intro for MCW Declaration of Anarchy in Oshawa, which was a company that. Oh boy, oh, that, that's a whole another podcast right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that only lasted a couple of shows, and there were a lot of controversy. And anyone that lived through that situation <laughs> knows exactly what I'm talking. You mean controversy uh, in Ontario independent wrestling? Oh, Never. This was bad. This was a, a company that was trying to rival GCW here in Oshawa, Great Canadian Wrestling, which was the, the bee's knees for the longest time that yep. ran like a PG kind of company. So oh. uh, the, these people, which um, I was partly associated with as a, as a promoter, well, not even a promoter, but uh, kind of a matchmaker kind of deal, and as also the ring announcer, uh, wanted to do more like a 14A Braden R kind of show um, and the first show went off without a hit or went out the first show went well I should say and um, 
the second show that we tried to run after our Canada Day show, uh, not so much. And um, again, just a lot of controversy that lent around that. But because of MCW, I got to meet Jesse Amato, and me and him became, you know, lifelong friends All right. uh, through thick and thin. And I just got to, before going on the, on, on the podcast... Adam Barna is the number one contest winner, believe it or not, guys. And he's, uh, I'm, I'm going to be putting this up on the socials tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to drop number, oh yeah, number, n- number two, another Gilmy Talks alum, Wade Bussell or Wade Allen, guy I just did a podcast with. He, oh, I hate that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, su- he's such a jerk. Always wandering in and out of people's like areas and just wandering in and out of shows. Yep. In and out of the ring. In and out of the hearts and minds of all of his fans. Ridiculous. Oh, I know. Craziness. Great. Craziness. And I'm trying to find the other guy that won. If you just give me one second. I got his name right. Freaking screenshots driving me crazy. And it was a pretty easy... Uh, first run at a contest because uh, I only got a couple Jonas Cook if if that guy shared I still need to check but yeah which is I don't know I'm doing uh, a contest contest now and uh, stuff you know trying to promote the show and people putting it up on uh, socials and I still find it really cool watching the statistics and that kind of stuff and wondering who is downloading my show in the Ukraine. I still have n- no idea about that. No idea, but you're, you, you can officially put something on your podcast that says I'm, o- I'm over in the Ukraine or something like that. I'm wearing a shirt and be like, hey, Ukraine loves me. Oh, yeah. Or Brazil, which is... Um, ever since I had Alex Ocean on the show, I've had a couple of followers in Brazil who routinely down, download the show now, which is different because I don't even know what language they speak there, whether it's Portuguese, Spanish, I have no idea. I believe it's Portuguese, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, so. it's, I know some of the countries are Portuguese, some of them are Spanish, and I'm terrible with geography. It's the one, the one subject in school I was not good. Like we all have that one subject in uh, school that you're just terrible at. Me, it's one. <laughs> one, dude. Like math and science were like my bitter enemies. I could not stand it. Like I, I liked my, I liked my English. I was pretty good at history. I liked geography, and I did well in American geography specifically, thanks to the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> it's like oh. You're like, oh, what's the city? You're like, where is Stone Mountain? They're like, oh, well, that's in Georgia. Oh, okay, well, where's Venice Beach? Well, that's in California, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to thank professional wrestling when it came to like knowing my countries and knowing my cities and being able to properly pronounce things, which helped in spelling bees and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. uh, that's, that's one thing wrestling was able to give me besides, uh, you know, being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was able to give me some passing grades, you know, not so much yeah. in mathematician. But, uh, oh, and now you're in a field that is math and science related, which is kind of a... Not even close, no. No? No. 
Well, Nothing? I mean, for those of you who don't know, I, I work in long-term care. I'm a PSW. Uh, I, especially for one of the houses right now, that's uh, currently in a somewhat of a lockdown situation, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess I can use math, and I guess I use science, but, like, it makes me sound real dumb right now, I'm sure, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know, like... It's not one of those things where you're just like, okay, you're walking into a room, you're like, okay, well, Jim has three soda cans on his thing, and he probably has had two, and he's this type of diabetic. How many cans does it take? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going into that yep. type, type deal, so, like, I don't know. I'm just happy that I have a job that's very secure, especially with the region of Durham that's paying me pretty good and giving me, you know, enough hours to be able to sustain a pretty good life right now, and... Being able to also help out people is also a plus as well. So, oh yeah, and just uh, yeah, I know I could not do it. So, to anyone working in the healthcare field right now, thank you. And uh, yeah, just uh, heard today, uh, Gemina's is in the hospital. So, get a get a better buddy. Uh, appendicitis, I I think. I think it was. He stopped uh, posting a couple, or a, or a, a couple, couple hours ago. Right. But yeah. Now, look, before you continue here, I, I wanted to kind of throw something uh, actually at you. Uh, Please do Mr. it, Mr. Man. Um, I know this is the host of your show, but I'm gonna kind of, you know, hijack it just for a little bit. You know. Everybody maybe does. Save, maybe get <laughs> a save it just like I did to a certain company at one point in my career. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the things I was talking about before is like debating things, and uh, especially for when it comes to Schwal Wars and whatever, uh, for the actual podcast. And one of the things I kind of wanted to be able to see your opinion on, because you're a man who not only knows independent wrestling, but knows his fair share of you know the history of professional wrestling, and just I would like to kind of get your take on things. One of the main issues or things that uh, was kind of brought up over the last week or so was the uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame that recently just took place. I don't know if you're aware of this. I don't know if you're aware of Mr. Dave Meltzer with his five stars and his 25 stars, depending on the wrestler that's competing in those matches. Um, But it turns out that a certain wrestler named Kenny Omega, which Mm -hmm. is super popular with the kids nowadays, um, has recently just been awarded the National or the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame inductee spot, and he is going into the Hall of Fame, which I think is kind of insane. And I just wanted to get your personal opinion on the matter because for myself, a guy like Kenny Omega, extremely talented, not very good on the mic, but still his body of work in Japan is, you know, arguably some of the best of an American or a Canadian, for that matter, Mm -hmm. going over to, you know, the land of the rising sun in quite some time. And ever since AEW has started, he's kind of really floundered for a long time. And a lot of people have been waiting for him to kind of step up and be that, be the guy that everyone expects him to be. And for some reason, based on his level of work in Ring of Honor, New Japan, and other places he's been all around the world, does he really deserve at this moment of his career when he still has so many years to go and his career's not even flushed out yet, does he really deserve 
a Hall of Fame induction, regardless if it's for a magazine or not, regardless if it's, you know, Dave Meltzer is one of his favorite wrestlers, and he always gives him, like, 18-star matches, depending on who he's against or whatever. I just wanted to get your personal opinion. Does a guy like Kenny Omega deserve to have a Hall of Fame spot when he hasn't really completed the rest of his career? Um, and he's still, in, the, in some instances, in the prime of his career. Well, first off, I am a huge Kenny Ken, Kenny fan. I absolutely love him. He actually brought me over to watching Japanese. When he started getting big in New Japan, that's when I started watching. And I absolutely love watching him wrestle. Do I think he has had a Hall of Fame career yet? No. I truly don't. I think he is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. But... He's an active wrestler, and one, I don't think anyone who's active should be in any Hall hall of Fame, period. Hall of Fames are, in my opinion, looking back. Tagging Kenny Omega with a Hall of Fame right now, where else does he have to go? What more, 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 going by those, those accolades... What else does he 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 have to approve? That basically takes away somebody's fire, his hunger for it. It's if if he took this thing seriously, and I know it's a wrestling just one hall of fame, one guy's opinion on him. Kenny Omega is a great wrestler, but and eventually I I, I would say put him in in a, a hall of fame. He has changed professional wrestling his style the a lot of he has changed the style a lot of people are now using the strikes the knees and but we can go back to japanese wrestling and the strong style from the 80s and the early 90s if you're looking at like fmw all, all, all Japan. The guys who were around before New New Japan kind of it blew up. Those guys were doing the strong, the strong, strong style stuff back then. But he is very, very weak on the mic. One and ever since he came to North American wrestling, he hasn't up until the past month. He hasn't really done much. His feud with Hangman was, and I love Hangman. I love Kenny, but their feud in in AEW. I truly found it a little bit boring. It was too drawn out. It was too... I don't want to say predictable, but it's like... You have these two guys who can basically lead the company. And you put them together in like a mid-card feud almost. And they're going they're going to go against Moxley, which is just... I don't see how that is working towards giving this man any accolades for a Hall of Fame career right now. Because See, I, I think the problem when it comes to just Kenny Omega in the sense, and I'm kind of going off of some of the semblance that I've heard from other podcasts and that I happen to agree upon, um, Omega is talented. Don't get me wrong. Great talent, great worker, um, and he has a very unique style which is very much like that kind of arcade, Tekken, like, constant movement. Like, there's still storytelling because it's a modern version of storytelling, but I, 
there's only so many times that so especially with AEW which kind of drives me just up the goddamn wall is that everybody has the same match over and over and over again like I know for a fact that I'm going to see an amazing match between Omega and Pac or I know I'm going to see an amazing match between Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. or I'm going to see you know a very just like just good work rate between you know the Young Bucks versus insert random tag team here but it's the same fucking match every single time it goes 20 to 30 minutes each there's going to be multiple commercial breaks there's going to be 17 at least moves that would be considered a finish or a hospitalization angle and automatically they can kick out of it and just move on to the next spot like it never happened not selling a goddamn thing and then some random thing happens, and then that's the finish. Or they have to hit, like, 15 different moves, like a Tekken combo, to be able to beat somebody. And it's just a mid-card match. And I think Kenny Omega is very good, like I said, at that style. And I'm not taking anything away from him. His one-winged angel is still one of the deadliest and coolest-looking finishing moves ever. Like, especially for a modern take of wrestling. But, like... One of my problems, and especially when it comes to a lot of the young guys that are doing wrestling nowadays, we're watching AEW, I'm like, yes, that's the style of modern wrestling. That's the psychology is. If you burn every single wrestling move in the first match, then who the hell... What are you going to do in the second match? You're going to light somebody on fire? What's the third match? You're going to shoot somebody with a gun? What's the fourth match? You're going to resurrect them from the dead? Like, it's just... It's 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 kind of crazy to me. Like, and you see, like, oh, a guy's finishing move being like a DDT. I'm not saying that everyone's got to go back to the style of the '80s. Like, trust me, I'm not saying that. But like, there's something about being able to a protect your finish and also b respecting your opponents and all the other people on the card with you and knowing that hey, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. So, and I think Kenny Omega as well as a lot of these guys like the Young Bucks and a lot of the other AEW guys just fall into that same category of just because you can and because you can do it in your match and you have the physical ability to pull this off doesn't mean you need to or you should do because you gotta give your opponent something and you gotta give the other people on the roster something as well because then everyone's gonna bleed into each other and look the exact same so, no, I don't think Kenny Omega has really revolutionized the business in a way for the good because if everyone's just going to follow his namesake and his ideologies of professional wrestling, then a lot of people are just not going to see what makes professional wrestling professional wrestling. And that's the art of storytelling and being able to work a body part and be able to know a good guy from a bad guy, which is something that you don't see in AEW. No. They admit that everyone's just a shade of gray and that it's whoever you gravitate to. It's who you gravitate to. And it's just... And that's, I don't like that. And that's why I've been really enjoying Impact lately. During the pandemic, I've been watching more Impact Wrestling than I have anything else. And just because I think there are... One, AEW's women, women's... Div- I am a huge fan of women's wrestling. I really, really enjoy it. I always have. And I can't get into watching their women's division besides 
uh, Nyla Rose and Britt Baker. Who else is good there? Like, what in AEW? Yeah, really. Like, and and I, Rashida is good. Their women's champion, her Karma Rashida, is fantastic. You said Dr. Britt Baker. She's good on occasion. Yeah. Her match that she had with Big Swole in that, what was it, the eye for an eye or whatever that it was called, or yeah. tooth for a tooth or match or whatever, that garbage cinematic, cinematic match or whatever. Cinem- yeah. Oh my God, I can't even say the word. It's just pissing me off right now. You see me grabbing my head. Mm-hmm. What else does? Oh. I hated that match so much, and that mm-hmm. just made me hate Britt Baker so much. Like, and they're putting. Shida, I think is the best woman. No, actually, I can't even say that now because now they have Serena Deeb and they have Thunder Rosa. So. Uh, they're still under NWA, apparently. Yeah, but they're still appearing on AEW Network Television. Oh yeah, which is great. That's bringing so, their their women's division a step up, but. Uh, but you can't tell me though that Impact Wrestling is doing better than AEW. To me, it's almost the same level of stuff. Where I am... see that because like you see the ridiculousness that they do. I'm not saying the WWE is the end all be all or NXT is the end all be all because oh. trust me, every company lately has been doing some really stupid crap. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw Hornswoggle dressed as AJ Styles beating Ethan Page on TV. Yeah. I don't put damn if it's supposed to be like, oh well, it's supposed to you don't understand Adam. That's supposed to be telling the story of the Good Brothers and they're getting in the, the way of the North and it's embarrassing to the heel. No, that's stupid. Also, in my opinion, that's stupid. And You could have got like a, a yeah. bigger fall. You could have, the match should not have gone more than like two minutes. Ethan Page, even if Ethan Page had to cheat because like, just because he can or whatever. Like, there was no need to have Ethan Page, who could be a bona fide star in that company, mm-hmm. same with Alexander, because we all appreciate their work rate, oh, yeah. lose to Hornswoggle dressed as AJ Styles in a throwaway random TV match on Impact. Why? Oh, and then another person got shot on TV. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I... <sighs> yeah. But... I think, I think because the pandemic has happened... Mm-hmm. Everyone is just kind of throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks when it comes to professional wrestling, and they're finding like, okay, we'll just we'll go over the top with all this random stuff, and it's going to make people laugh, and it's going to be enjoyable because we want people not to think about things or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's still the wrestling business. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying everyone's got to dress like Luthez, but like, goddamn, <laughs> like. It like is. Comedy and wrestling, yeah. it, there can be comedy in wrestling, but not everybody is a comedian in wrestling, and not every segment needs hey. to be funny. And if they want, if Impact wanted a funny wrestler, why don't they sign Psycho, Psycho Mike, Dan, Down, Danhausen, Warhorse, any of these indie guys who are absolutely amazing to watch? And I am a comedy wrestling fan. Like I love watching. The funny stuff as well as like I love going going to a show where it has like a super super indie indie style match a comedy match a grappling match um, it just there's so many different styles of matches they can have and but when the comedy doesn't hit right 
it just puts a bad taste in the entire for the entire show because you're just going back back in in your mind going why the hell was Hornswoggle dressed as AJ Styles it just yeah. like no matter what else is going on in that in that show that's what you're going to go back back to and we remember because it just like that was so stupid like I am a musical guy through and through and when mm-hmm. I saw a month or so ago with the whole MJF and Chris Jericho song and dance routine that they pulled off Mm-hmm. And then recently, with their whole like trip to Vegas and like parroting the Hangover, like I just I don't understand. And you you can see me bashing my fist with my yes. head. <laughs> Adam is actually hitting himself I in just, the face right I now. Yeah, like that's a that's a prime example right there. MJF, yeah, a guy at the beginning of AEW is just a bona fide star in the making. Mm-hmm. He's got the look, he's got the smug attitude, he's fantastic in the ring, he's great on the mic, he's, you know, just give him like three or four more years and this guy can be a bona fide legit star. Star in this yeah. business. And he loses to Moxley after everything was prepared for him to win that title because John fucking Moxley has to be heavyweight champion so meh. Yeah. And now he's in a random feud with Chris Jericho to join the inner circle. And now he's in the inner circle. And now he wants to be best friends with them. And I realize they're doing the whole, uh-huh. I'm, it, it almost feels like the whole rock story of him going into the nation to take away from Farouk. Yep. He's going to take away the inner circle from Jericho. And that's how they're going to do the thing. But like, it's just, I expected more from MJF not to sink to the level that Jericho now has sunk to because he's just like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want in this company. Okay, instead of like trying to bring everyone up to my level to be credible athletes and still do comedy but be serious, who gives a damn? Everyone's just going to do their own thing anyways after especially watching that stadium wrestling match. Sorry, yeah. I haven't been on a podcast in a long time. So clearly, I'm just venting <laughs> at this point. So, like, oh. I just, like... But All I, these opinionated things and more that you're going to hear on Small Wars podcast yep. and, coming in the near future. How about that? And I'll I, just stop there before I give up my entire playbook of just how I feel about modern wrestling. Even though I pretty much did. <laughs> there's <laughs> one topics, thing sure. One thing I do want to ask you. How painful is it to watch wrestling without crowds? I'm having such a hard time. You know, WrestleMania, there were times that it was hard because you wanted the adulation of Drew McIntyre winning the title mm-hmm. and everyone celebrating, cheering, and him being Lesnar. And there's sometimes when there's no crowd, and it actually works better because either the mm-hmm. crowd will sometimes hijack, and then it makes it worse because, you know, then you're focusing on the commentators. And for the love of God, some commentators in wrestling are just abysmal in my opinion, yep. um, and are hurting the product, especially more than more than the piped in fake cheers and crowds noises that we're hearing nowadays on the Thunderdome. Oh, God. But there's some matches that actually have worked better with no crowd, as weird as that says, because it just it gives more of a, a fighting actual atmosphere. Like a great example to me that was from WrestleMania was Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. 
and like the physical nature of the two of them just beating the crap out of each other the screaming and the fighting and the slaps and the punches and the kicks like it all sounded so good and then recently on NXT UK with Ilya Dragunov and Walter having one of the stiffest matches probably in WWE history um ranking up there with like a Regal and Benoit like legit headbutting each other in the face and making each other bleed for no reason like that was insane and I think with the crowd like yeah it would have been cool because the crowd would have like oh this is awesome and they would like pumped it up in their own way but like a great match working in front of a crowd when especially with professional wrestling where they feed off the crowd for what works what doesn't and they still pull off a match like that is just like kudos kudos to them but yeah absolutely it it is definitely weird for anybody and you can really see the people who are used to working in front of no people or 15 people in a crowd that are you know able to somehow pull this off compared to the people who have only worked in front of 5,000 to 10,000 to 15,000 people in a crowd and then having to learn how to work to nobody or screens and, and that was very evident really early on in the pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know who... The uh, WWE especially. When watching Doug, the WWE product, one guy who I have really started to enjoy his work again, Randy Orton. Like, without the crowd? Because oh, I... You were, big, you were a big fan of Randy Orton just jumping in uh, with his night vision goggles and beating the crap out. No, speaking of... There he's coming to attack you. <laughs> that was perfect yep. timing. <laughs> uh, his legs just cut off right now. And yeah. He's sitting in the pitch black. It's Randy Orton's going <laughs> to attack him with his night vision goggles. Oh, no, that's... Uh, my wife has been screwing with the Christmas light timers. This has uh-huh. been our fight back and forth. Um, <laughs> she knew I was doing this tonight, so I set it to midnight. And she said, you can't have the lights on at midnight. So, I know for a fact that she came out and reset the timer. Well, <laughs> to, to, your, to your point about Randy Orton, yes, he's, yes. He's, done, he's done pretty well during this pandemic. I mean, there has been, you know, the shining breakout stars of this pandemic, like, you know, Bailey and Sasha Banks or Drew McIntyre or, you know, guys like that that have really just kind of stepped up their game. And actually, Bailey has really surprised me like her turning heel the whole story behind it and that like normally the pwi i don't agree with their number one but i think this year they got it right putting bailey number number the number one woman in wrestling because i i really think that she's a really come into her own in the past six months she's dropped the kitty character and she's really come into her own more than because i before she was just kind of a fixture there like oh it's uh, bailey coming out she does her low stick okay now she's going back in oh she won the title loses it in like two to three three weeks and just her wrestling style has all been her just She's a lot more brutal, a lot more, she's just a lot more now. I I can't really describe it, can't put my finger on it, because she's doing the same moves, but it looks like her, 
her finisher is now more devastating. Maybe people are selling it more. Like, I don't, don't, I don't, I don't really know. It just, she seems to be, never thought of her as the, to be leading the women's division in WWE, but she kind of is. Well, I mean, someone's had to step up to that role with Charlotte being out of action and WWE completely floundered Rhea Ripley in 2020. Yeah. Um, who would have just thought that, like, five years ago, that, like, the lovable, huggable Bailey, who everyone was like, oh, you know, WWE can't screw this up. She's perfect for the kids. She's nice. She's, mm-hmm. like, relatable. This is great. And then you bring her up to the main roster, and then they don't know what to do with her. Mm-hmm. And then they're... They turn her heel, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? How could you turn someone who has, like, a sting-level baby face appeal to them, heel, and somehow it magically works? Yep. Which I'm just happy that they finally finished the Sasha Banks view, which feels like it's been going on and off for the last two and a half years. So, because it has. Kudos to them to, <laughs> so kudos to them to finally actually pulling the trigger, doing it, and actually finishing the story, so. Yeah, it's, um... And Rhea Ripley, why? Why have they not? I don't understand. She was the biggest badass in NXT. She Still gets, is. Yeah. And I don't understand why she's not the number one competitor right now. Because she, I don't know what's going on with that character storyline exactly. But uh, I'm not a huge, uh, not a huge NXT watcher. Watcher right here now. I don't know why. Just I watch way too much wrestling and just. Well, you know when you're trying to catch up on when your week is just so busy and you have like two hours to your to yourself one afternoon just to kind of catch up, and you're fast forwarding through it. I find myself fast forwarding on on my DVDR of NXT most times because it's not catching my my attention lately. But but well, I'm just very thankful that you're talking about watching wrestling during your downtime and not something else. So oh, thank yeah. you for not going down that road. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but be that as it may, I, <laughs> I I'm very interested to see what's going to happen when it comes to my guys. Which again, bit of a spoiler heads up alert uh, with. Schwal Wars coming very soon to a, a podcast near you on Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz, and we're going to be doing our best and the worst when it comes to this year, and I think we might open it up to not just WWE and NXT related, we might open it up to some AEW or Impact to qualify for some of these categories, because especially when it comes to the worst, there are some wonderful, terrible things that have happened this year from all sides of the equator of professional wrestling and i am very excited to be able to hear my boys rant about it oh um, yeah so that should be a lot of fun i just um, one thing i want to hear your boys ranty about is aew drop just dropping entire storylines and not mentioning it ever ever yet ever again because it keeps happening like once every three to four weeks there's like a background <laughs> It's because the guy booking the show has never booked in his entire life. And look, look, here's the deal. I'm not saying that I'm King Booker over here. And I'm not talking about Booker T, for the record. I'm talking 
talking about actual like booking a show okay like I've dabbled in booking mm-hmm. here and there here in Ontario I'm not the best not gonna claim I am but I'd like to think I actually understand when it comes to some level of psychology after being around the business and learning from some of the best people here in Ontario that I think I have a smidge of small little bit of credibility that I'd be able to know somewhat when I'm talking about this subject and it just feels like this promotion is on ADHD all the time when it comes to their feuds who's being booked who's a baby face who's not a baby face why do we have a random stipulation for a match that doesn't need one mm-hmm. who's going to be on top like why is it this guy being used after like 15 weeks of not being on television like I like like I said it's going to be very interesting at the end of the year very coming up soon coming up soon again which you'll be able to find our stuff uh, at anchor.fm I believe slash wars or again you can find us on facebook.com slash wars um, for all the stuff coming up with our upcoming podcast and like I said with our open forum ask us anything concept show which is going to be very interesting where we're going to have a nice panel of people being able to discuss not just professional wrestling but you know movies politics television music you know whatever the people want to talk about we'll talk about we'll debate it we'll discuss it we'll deliberate and most likely they'll make fun of me in the process which i'm sure (laughs) will make somebody laugh including yourself so yes i will keep on on the line i know this is your show uh before you know you get frostbitten sitting out in the cold oh man i actually have a heater Oh, there you go. Yeah. Never mind. See? Let's go for another six hours. No, oh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, my God. Pick up that thing again. Nobody can see it, but just for myself. Oh, my God. Okay, for anybody who's wondering about this heater, this thing looks like an old DOS unit that looks like it came out of a computer from, like, the 1960s. You know what? And I didn't even have computers. Like, that thing is just beautiful. I'll be so honest. Special? Oh, goodness, no. My wife has had this heater longer than she's had me. And we've been together this December 21 years? Yeah. Yeah. Once again, I'm old. Um, Yeah. Two things. First of all, buy her a new heater. (laughs) (laughs) Or buy yourself at this point a new heater. Second of all, buy her a freaking metal to be able to put up with your ass for 21 years. Oh. Oh, I know. And as I was telling telling you before uh, we hit the record button, things have never been been better right now, which is kind of uh, nice. Just Well, of course. We talked about before. Yeah. She kicks you out of the house. You do the podcast in the cold. Yep. And she gets to stay inside of the warmth and shut, shut off the lights on you for no apparent reason. Because she she's inside giggling right now <laughs> because I have her come in. <laughs> Because right now, guys, you can't see this, but I am in in my little igloo. I have my cell phone light on me so Adam can actually see me. And, hey, what kind of whatever it takes to a podcast, right? Yeah, it, it, it kind of looks like he's uh, in a cold version of, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? He's <laughs> telling a spooky story or something like that. <laughs> But, I'm just waiting for him to pick the sand and throw it on the plate. You're like, this is the story of AEW. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, man. Uh, for some reason, everyone on our show who wears makeup does half their face. I'm not sure why, but... Really? Like, Dustin, Thunder Rosa, Derby. <laughs> it's the same. Hey. I like we started. Uh, I know. Because, and Dustin... Is he going by Dustin Reynolds or Dust, Dustin Rhodes on, on AEW? I can't recall right now. Dustin Rhodes. Rhodes? Because I know Cody yeah. Cody just got the trademark back, which is kind of... He just got his name back. He can say Rhodes. Yeah, that was... Which the commentators flubbed five seconds before they announced it on the fucking pay-per-view. Oh, my God. That was wonderful. One, I think it was JR or someone like, oh, oh. Rhodes, blah, blah, blah. And, and then the, the announcers, like the American Nightmare, Cody Rose, and, and then you can hear the announcers like, well, we shit the bed on that one. <laughs> Blew that, that big reveal. Yes, it was, it was one of those. JR, they would have been fired. <sighs> don't even, don't, don't, don't even get me started on JR, man. I love JR. He, sh- he doesn't, he doesn't give a shit anymore, dude. He- He's there to collect a paycheck. He knows that his credibility is pretty much going to get shot if he talks about anything in this company. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, the tooth and nail match. That's what it was called, the tooth and nail yeah, match. Yeah, that's it. And all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, he knows. Like, he, he, he knows. Oh, so. I know. Okay, my man. Going to wrap this up. Last, yeah, uh... Absolutely. Last uh, last thing I'm uh, I'm going to say, guys, go check out and follow Swa Wars on on Facebook. And once it become actually drops on, just going to say Spotify, Spotify because that's the number one yeah, number yeah, one app. Say that. Yeah, and once it drops there, go follow him there because he is one of my favorite podia podcasters out 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 there and I'm just happy he's 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 getting back at it well thank you man I really do appreciate that and again for all the for all the crap I've been saying about you all night oh, yeah. let's be honest you deserve it <laughs> uh, but no in all seriousness though um, it's been a lot of fun being on the show it's been fun being able to speak on a podcast again being able to rant and rave about just you know different subjects and you can expect to hear a lot more of that in Schwab Wars. I hope I didn't turn anybody off and be like, oh, well, I'm not listening to that fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> after, hearing this, uh, after hearing this potential uh, media tour going on right now. But be it oh, as yeah. it may, give us a shot. Hope you enjoy us. Um, if you liked any of our old stuff, by the way, if you would like to check out uh, the stuff that I did in the past with some of my in-depth one-on-one interviews and different you know, games I did in the past or even just like different show concepts that I had, uh, check you know Schwa style podcast out on Spotify, iTunes, all that type of fun stuff. Uh, you can go back and just hear so much great content uh, that we were able to pull off of. Uh, it kind of maybe even gets you a little bit of a feel of what we might be going for uh, with Schwa Wars. But like I said, this is strictly to be able to have great conversations, great debates, get out your opinions, and just to be able to have fun about different topics about all things in this world that, you know, aren't the pandemic. And even if we want to talk about the pandemic, like, 99% of the news coverage is now, you know, since the friggin' election's over. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, I guess we can discuss that, too, if something actually cool comes up. Or oh. not cool, but you know what I mean. But anyways, I'm done talking. It's been amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much for letting me be on your show uh, and pretty much burying myself in the entire 
Uh, podcast I'm about to do, so I appreciate that. Oh yeah, man. Hey, we'll we'll we'll. It's always fun, man. And of course. And once again, you you ever need a parenting expert? I can fake it really, really well. <laughs> oh, wonderful! I appreciate that. I told you, man. Like I said off air, you just gotta get that hula hoop. Oh yeah. Get that hula hoop with the kids <laughs> and just have them circle around it. Oh, God. No one's going to understand a goddamn word we just said, but that's fine. That's between us. Oh, yes. I'm out of here. Take care, brother. All right, man. Thanks. Hey, guys. Told you that was a a fantastic interview. Once again, apologies to Adam for taking so long to get that uh, episode up. I just wanted to to talk about uh, the Christmas show I'm actually putting up on December 20th. Uh, I was just downloading, looking at music and sounds and on freesounds.org if you or if you do your own podcast check out that site you can find so much stuff and it's all and it's all free i just want to say the christmas episode will be dropping on december 20th and it's the first time ever i get my lovely wife on the on the show you and we just talk about uh, christmas and i got the kids on there a whole bunch of previous guests come back for little clips here here and there and i think it's uh, gonna be a, a fantastic lesson hope you guys will enjoy that and once again thank you very much for for adam hayes coming back on the uh, show because and remember to go check out swa wars go like his uh facebook page because gilmy gilmy uh sent you now you guys have a wonderful day i'm going to be putting another one another episode up on uh, friday with eddie fossler one of my absolute favorite podcasters, and that'll be up on December 18th, and the Christmas show is going to be put up on the 20th. You guys have have a wonderful day, and if I don't talk talk to you before then, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year's. Talk to you later, guys.